Hey, what's up everyone? This is Justin Hamill and I am the host of Bridge to the Unknown. Wow, I just made a huge like fumble. <laughs> I literally, uh, I want to talk about emotional intelligence and uh, what I've been going through on emotional intelligence and I literally, I think I just talked for, you know, a good 10, 15, 20 minutes <laughs> and I forgot to hit record. Um, super, super, super super fumble but at least i know i can uh hit the point you know um so yeah we're gonna talk in a second about that so yeah so i kind of dropped the ball but like i said at least at least at least i i was able to practice you know uh getting it out but so oh yeah so emotional intelligence Ooh. It's been challenging. Um, I've been working and living at an ashram, uh, Sivananda Ashram Yoga Ranch, up here in the Catskills in New York, about two years, uh, two years, <laughs> about two hours north of the city. I've been here for about 20 days. Uh, it's been very challenging because you're in such a confined space with people that uh, obviously need to be here. Their spirit called them here, just like mine in a meditation um, while I was staying at my friend's house having no idea where I was going to go, what I was going to do, blah, 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 blah. I laid down and had a meditation and uh, I had an insight that I needed to be at this ashram. So I called and, you know, all the money came up that I needed to pay to be here for three months. Um, and everything just came. All the money to support me while I was here so that I'm not spending a whole lot of money and then I can come back to the city and you know rent a room for a couple months and be able to work and, and save more money and go on a trip somewhere backpacking but anyways so recently i, I want to kind of talk about recent you know events that have come up because i've been getting triggered a lot and myself and, and seeing the the process that i've been on on this journey i've been very reactive I can think about, you know, six years ago when this journey really started, that aha moment of like, whoa, what am I doing? Like really kind of waking up, you know, life is way more than just feeding my ego and being cool and liked by everyone else. So, you know, I would, and, and I can see how it stems all, all from my childhood, you know, because my father, I was always feeling I had to defend myself or prove myself to him because I was never good enough. So that, that wanting to prove myself to him led me to be defensive. So when he would tell me to do something or I didn't do it, I'd be like, well, because I was doing this or because I was doing that, because, 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 because. Then through the years, that because came into an aggression, a frustration, an anger, a rage. And so the pinnacle of my rage and anger was that fight that I had with my ex-girlfriend. And... You know, I became very reactive, and, and the fight started over a bowl of mac and cheese that she made, and it tasted off, uh, you know, because she used to make it with love, and it just, something simple, mac and, dish, mac and cheese dish, and it was just made with love, and so I called her out on it, I was like, what's up with this mac and cheese, I was like, this doesn't really taste right, <laughs> what's going on with that, and, you know, she, she lost it, she freaked out, threw the bowl, started yelling, I started yelling, blah, 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 but in that moment, I walked away, and so then I walked away, I walked outside, I took a second, and I said to myself, fuck that, 
I ran back inside. I started yelling at her. Blah, 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 blah. You did this. I did blah, 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 blah. You did this to me. Blah, blah. Just fucking going ham at her. Then in that moment of yelling and freaking out at, at each other, there was that split moment. Now, I don't know if she remembers this or if she had that experience, but my experience was there was that split animalistic nature between yelling at each other and freaking the fuck out where I wanted to just grab her and fuck her brains out. And I remember it because it just it slowed down. And then next thing you know, everything just went whoosh. And I woke up and I had my hands around her throat up against a wall, glass breaking, and her looking at my eyes in a terror like I was going to kill her. And then yelling for her parents. And next thing you know, I'm being hauled off to a prison in Miami, orange jumpsuit, sitting in a cell for four days. And yeah, that's where my emotional reactiveness led me. And I'm seeing how much my emotional... Uh, my reactivity and my reactions to people and all that has been a very big part of of me and, and this growth that I'm going through. So and that's kind of why I want to bring this up because I feel like I'm at a very good place because I can see very clearly what is going on and I would love to articulate that to whoever listens and as well um, for me to hear my own self talk about it because listening to yourself talk on a microphone is incredibly therapeutic. Uh, and just to give you like a little anecdote about this, one time I was going through a very rough breakup. Not, not even a breakup of like a relationship with a girl, but I met someone that I really connected with, completely platonic. Like we were holding hands and, you know, we just hung out for like three or four days in a row. She shared me a story about her father. And uh, it was a very intense story, and I don't really want to talk about her story because that's hers. But it was very intense, and she was very much caught in the victim of like how he could do this to me, what, like how could he do this to us, our family, blah blah blah. And so I stopped her, or I let her speak, and then on the other side, I kind of was like, well, stop for a second, you know, like imagine what your father went through. Imagine how he had to hide this, that, and the other aspects of himself from him imagine how he felt his whole life never being able to live his truth she freaked out she told me she couldn't talk to me anymore she didn't like that she kicked me out of her life basically and it really hurt because at some level i felt deeply understood by her and so feeling that rejection and 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 the shame and guilt and and all of those things that came up I took some mushrooms and I laid in my bed. I set the intention of working through this and trying to understand and shed some light on this situation and release it and, and you know, move through it. And so in that, I recorded myself on my phone uh, talking to myself. And, you know, I was laughing, crying, farting, making fucked up noises. I was having a blast. I was like a little kid. And, uh, you know, and I've, I've worked with mushrooms for, for a long time. So now at the you know when I when I would do them and if I do them there's a very very deep reverence I have for them and for some psychotherapeutic reasons you know to be able to see myself step outside there's all sorts of beautiful things that you can do while on mushrooms to be able to see yourself and to heal but I found after listening to that because I had never heard my voice <clears throat> like I said this is a little antidote I'll get back to the emotional intelligence don't worry so what I did is I then listened to it a few weeks later and I fell in love with myself on a way that I had never, ever, ever imagined because prior to that, and this was while being in New York City, I was meeting a few people. I met like ASAP, just to give you an example, I met ASAP Ferg's crazy uncle, Uncle Psycho. And if you're familiar with ASAP Rock, uh, ASAP Ferg, 
on uh, Live Long and Prosper or Always Strive, Always Prosper, whatever whatever album it was, it's all white. There's a couple songs in there, Uncle Psycho, and that's the guy I met. I met him on the streets one night in Harlem or one day in Harlem. And I started hanging out with him. We wanted to do some filming and stuff like that. And every time I went to go listen to the footage, I would hear my voice and I was disgusted because it was so, as I'm learning here, rajastic which is like all that seeking for fame and the passion, the ambition, all the it's very majestic. And so I was disgusted. I hated it. I threw away all the footage. I couldn't stand it. So then hearing this, so I had contrast so I could hear my heart and then I could hear the ego blatantly. Here's ego. Here's heart, you know, Justin, I love you. It's okay. You know, having fun and laughing and, and crying. I just never heard myself. <coughs> so being able to share this process of, you know, emotional intelligence and how I'm applying it. And just in a couple days, what I'm seeing and how it feels. And then being able to listen to myself and go, yes, I'm getting it. And I'm applying it. It's not just a concept I watch on YouTube and then don't apply it, but it's a concept and something that I'm learning and then applying and I'm seeing the benefits and I'm seeing how it makes me feel. Like it almost grounds me. So recently in the kitchen, I've had a couple instances with people where my energy, um, and if you know me and if you don't um, and you get to know me, I'm an intense individual. I'm very committed to seeing myself uh, to, to growing, um, to even to a point of where it's actually become a fault in a, in a relationship I'm in now, you know, wanting to use someone for a mirror and, and you know, that that's how committed I am to it. And that's something I'm dealing with as well, because I don't think it's really right to use people to be able to see yourself intentionally. Right. So it's almost like a form of manipulation. I feel I could be wrong. I, I, I'm open to having a conversation and being corrected about it. But, you know, especially if you're in a relationship with someone, um, it's very important to express what you're seeking from that person or that role that you're expecting someone to fill. You know, and, and honestly, like she said to me, you know, your girlfriend or your lover is not your therapist. That's why you have a therapist. But if you need someone to talk to, it's okay to ask. But it's also okay for that person to be like, I don't feel I can do that right now. Or I don't feel right doing that. And we have to accept that. So it's led to my willingness to see myself has also led to some issues as well. So, but within the kitchen, um, the ashram kitchen is definitely not like any other uh, standard, you know, restaurant kitchen. Because I come from a background of working in restaurants for the last, you know, 12 years. Um well for 12 years you know it's been a while since i've been in the kitchen which was all very egocentric based the kitchen if you're familiar is all ego it's a pissing contest me 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 i i i my dish my dish creative and so that's where i came into this kitchen with that mentality because i hadn't essentially healed that relationship with the with the kitchen you know my dynamic with the kitchen was still very much uh, egocentric so the relationships in the kitchen have been a little intense. Um, and so something I've noticed is that when I see myself, you know, if somebody calls me out on something, I'm willing to see it. 
and I've become I've gotten to a point where I don't necessarily react it might come up at first it comes out like a little brat like he doesn't want to hear it like he might go pout but moments later I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna seek that conversation and express to you what I saw and how you know how I was wrong or how I was you know how I felt or whatever and have that conversation in love you know because my fire that pat that rage and that passion that kind of goes into that space dies down pretty quickly now I've gotten to that point where it, it dies down pretty quickly but where I've been making the mistake and not having the emotional intelligence is that when somebody calls me out so then I if that person's also reactive I then call them out and I'm like stop like look and see how you're acting like, like, look, like, can you not see how you're acting? And in the middle of somebody being heated or in an argument or just in a heated moment, that's the last thing they want to see is themselves. Because it's all about that other person. You, 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 this, you, 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 this, da, 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 defense, 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 defense. And so when someone's in defense mode, they're very reactive and you're just not going to get anywhere. So the emotion intelligence that I'm learning is to walk away. So, and it's very hard, especially even someone like, it's very hard for me because I can see certain things because of what I've been learning that I want to like help somebody, but that person has to help themselves and they have to be willing to help themselves. So being able to call somebody else out only works if somebody can see and meet you at the same place that you're at and willing to be at. If they're not, that's okay, but you have to have patience with them. And if you don't have patience, it's because you lack patience inside. And I'm talking to myself. So I just want you that it's listening is like, I'm talking to myself. So when I listen to this, I'm it's you, Justin. So if you lack patience in that situation, it's also because you lack or I lack patience. And I can see how much I lack patience in my life. I lack patience incredibly. It is so, so strong. That is something I'm getting better at. But the lack of patience that I have for myself and where I'm not at or where I want to be and how come I'm not there, it then manifests itself in ways to bring situations that teach me patience. And through understanding patience and being patient, I am then able to apply understanding, compassion, and empathy, which then those lead into being emotionally intelligent because you can read people. You can understand and empathize with what somebody's going through and then be compassionate. And if somebody is reacted and triggered by you, you can then learn to diffuse that situation by walking away, communicating, doing certain things that will diffuse that situation so that the fire dies down and you can approach that conversation later at a later date when you can talk with love and compassion and understanding. So these these situations have been presenting themselves and presenting themselves and there's people in the ashram you know people in this ashram they need to be here and they're here for a reason and we're all working on ourselves at various different levels of the journey and so you know some you know people are more sensitive than others some people are more driven by their emotions than others some people are more uh some people are less reactive you know you have such a great mix of people and such a great opportunity to see yourself if you're willing to see yourself and so something i like on a kind of a side note is it's it when you have a spiritual community that you are kind of connected to per se you know it's it's very easy to have expectations of people that they should act a certain way because they're on the spiritual journey 
And that's something that I fall victim to. It's like, oh, well, you practice yoga and you've been doing all this, 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 and this. You should be able to understand this. And then that's assuming one of the golden uh, four agreements. Don't assume. So, you know, it, it all of this ties in so perfectly with emotional intelligence and you know the other day I've been I've been working with this woman in the kitchen she's 70 years old she's a saint she's been at this ashram for eight years she's retired and all she does is study plants and psychology and, and she's just so smart so wise and she told me the other day she's like you need to learn emotional intelligence because she saw the situation that was going on in the kitchen um, you know and I don't really necessarily need to go into specifics other than the person that I was working with doesn't speak English so there's a lot of frustration and I don't speak Spanish that well and so there was a lot of frustration there and then things were said and I was trying to diffuse the situation so that she could see herself and it just it wasn't working and <clears throat> you know in a couple days prior another situation happened and so all of this has kind of led to in a few days I've been like really applying all that I've been learning and told and so I came back and I watched a TED talk on emotional intelligence and it just hit all the marks I could see that within myself I'm becoming very emotionally intelligent but now it's time to bring what I've been learning inside and what I can see within my within my